0: you can't have any sugar on the cleanse. I hear so many people and I hear a lot of practitioners say this as well and I do want to stress that the diet is incredibly important. It is important to make sure that you are keeping up on it and you are reducing the sugar as much as you possibly can. However, if you need some kind of sugar in the diet, I do think it's important to listen to your body. Welcome to the Nourish Podcast. I'm Jas, a certified nutritional practitioner who specializes in reducing bloat. I've been able to passionately support hundreds of women get back to their bliss and I cannot wait to help you do the same. Thank you for tuning in and I'm so stoked to get started. Hi guys, hope you are all doing well. I didn't end up posting a podcast episode last week because I was actually sick with COVID and so I just didn't want to force it slash I sounded horrible and didn't want to do that to you. So um, yeah, just posting this week, but Oh my gosh it's been such a week you know when you plan like everything that you're gonna do i'm such a planner like i have to make so many notes i'm like constantly figuring out a plan just for like the smallest things like literally if i'm going to the grocery store i have to figure out like what time i'm leaving i have to figure out how long i'm gonna be there when i'm gonna be back and i feel like part of that is just my personality like i'm very regimented and scheduled but i also think just working like having my own business make forces me to be so specific on that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I had a plan for every day. I was super busy, had so much going on. And then obviously that's when I got sick. So I've really just been trying to rest. And to be honest, my symptoms were so mild that i didn't even like or i was shocked to see that it was a positive for the for covid like just doing the rapid test because i mean i didn't feel great at all i just basically had like a cold had like chills really bad chills but other than that like fatigue like super super tired but that was really it and i think that it's one, because I take care of my health and I'm just like very cautious of like everything um, around me really supporting my immune system. But yeah, super crazy. But I mean, I did not feel well at all. Just was shocked that COVID could also be somewhat mild. So yeah, I ended up taking Friday off and really just tried to rest as much as I could. But it is so hard to do that when you own your business. I think that like that's the one thing i okay so i feel like people think that when you own your own business you get to like call the shots and you get to like take mondays off or fridays off and all that stuff and like yes you do and that definitely is one of my favorite parts of the business because even for example tomorrow i have to do a return at aritzia before i go back to bc and i am gonna just go at like tomorrow and do that which feels really good because i no one's gonna be there and so That kind of stuff I love. But also, when you have COVID, it's like you can't necessarily, like, I felt like I couldn't take that day off. And I think a lot of it, again, is the pressure I put on myself, but also because I am going back to BC this week on Friday and I cannot wait. But because of that, I have so much stuff to do for work that taking even like a day off was so stressful because I would just have to then push it onto this week, which is like, already insanely crazy and so it was really hard to like not be able to rest and i think like i literally had a breakdown one day because i was like i just want to sleep but if i take the time to sleep then i'm gonna be like just adding on like seven hours to a day that's already full so yeah a bit of a rant but all to say i do actually feel a lot better and i'm so happy that i got this way before my trip because that would have been so tough so yeah but i feel like i haven't talked to you in so long it's so weird i like don't even know where to begin this episode we're going to talk about candida i'm so excited because i feel like there's so much to talk about when it comes to candida and it's absolutely the most common thing i get asked and i want to be able to just like literally have a podcast ready for you when you have questions or when you're um, curious about what the signs symptoms are and some of the myths so I'm going to be going into that in a little bit but I just wanted to do a bit of a catch-up before we get into the episode so I wanted to start off with I every episode I do like some like a positive thing of the week and then something I'm working through and I feel like this week there's been so many positives and so many negatives obviously having COVID I feel like was a positive and a negative like just super neutral it didn't really bring me down like in terms of like plans and stuff I feel like I didn't have to cancel too much and it was kind of nice even though I just said that I had to basically work through most of it it was also really nice to like not have that pressure like I remember going into Thursday being like okay I'm I can just like work from bed and that's fine and usually like that's just not what I'm doing like I'm at my desk if it's like 9 30 I'm like okay this is like way too late I I was supposed to start half an hour ago and just I feel like it allowed me to really Kind of take things slow which felt really good so yeah that was really nice and then also i'm going back to bc this week i'm so excited i haven't seen dylan in almost a month in a month yeah and it's crazy and like it's crazy because we've lived together for three years seeing each other every single day work like literally working at home together unless i was at the office worked having every meal together hanging out every weekend like It's so weird to do that and then go back to distance. But it's so, like, so many people have actually asked me, like, how it's been with the distance. And I feel like it's so much easier than we thought it was going to be. I think it's just because we've been really good with communication, asking for what we need. Just, like, being, like, it feels like we're still together, but just not physically, if that makes sense. Like, it just, it feels kind of normal which sounds weird but for those of you who don't know Dylan and I actually did quote-unquote distance from Mississauga to Guelph when before moving to BC so we're kind of like used to not seeing each other every day then and then now like we're dealing with a time zone which sucks so that's been definitely challenging and obviously challenging not seeing each other but so far it's been okay and I think most of it is because we know we're seeing each other this week so it's been a lot easier but I'm so excited I have a lot planned actually so we are gonna basically be staying at two airbnbs for one of them I'm basically like the first week that i'm there it's still kind of like a work week like nothing's really changing in the sense i'm not necessarily taking time off i actually have a photo shoot booked which i'm so stoked for it's for the new products and i like i'm like super excited but also very anxious i don't know why i'm putting so much pressure on this photo shoot i think it's because i'm going to bc for it with my usual photographer carissa she's amazing i'll link her stuff below you should definitely check her out she's done all of my shoots but i think too just because there's like so much added pressure with the products i'm so excited to have those out but i also feel like it's just something so new that i'm nervous for it so yeah but that's gonna be super exciting and then just kind of working and doing stuff in bc just like because since i've basically moved there yeah like a month ago we're also taking a week off which i'm so so stoked for we're going um to vancouver island it i can't pronounce it literally don't know how to pronounce it but it's i think so i'm really stoked for that we got a really cool airbnb and i just can't wait to like fully take as much time off i think it's going to be so needed and yeah it's going to be really good so that's definitely my positive of this week and then The thing that I'm working towards has definitely been just like, I don't know how to explain this, but trying to find balance and everything. I think because I moved home a month ago, I'm like surrounded by all of my friends and family and that truly is the best blessing in the world, but it's been so hard trying to like, I honestly can't even think of another or like navigate schedule, like figure out a system I feel like I've been working so 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 much lately and to be honest like that was kind of my plan for moving home anyways I really wanted to take this year to work because there's so many plans that I have there's so many goals that I want to reach and being away from Dylan I feel like it allows me to take this time to really work because we are working towards a goal and then like not to say this in a bad way, but it's, I don't have that distraction. Like if I'm around him, I am totally okay with taking any day off. And so I just want to make sure that I'm using this year to work. And so working a lot has been no issue for me, but I think it's just been like trying to, I just feel like I, And trying to find a balance and it's really hard. I feel like I'm in like a hundred conversations a day, which again, I'm so blessed to be able to do that with my clients, my friends, my DMs, my emails, but it can be so difficult to balance. And I think that sometimes I really neglect my phone or my text messages from my friends because I'm just so burnt out from like being in conversation all day. And I'm just trying to figure out A better system for it so yeah it's been it's hard to explain but i feel like i could go on about this for so long so if you want me to do a podcast on like what i've been doing to really help me i'd be so happy to do it because i think that it's super common for people who work for themselves um, especially on social media i feel like it's so easy to work as much as you possibly can and like not have boundaries but yeah i would say that's definitely been something that i've been working towards and really just trying to figure things out so once i'm back from bc i really do want to kind of take a step back from work and just be able to see my friends and just like establish a better routine here and It's weird because every time I come home to like see my family, whether it was a trip or the holidays, I'd be so busy. Like every single day I'd be seeing like at least one to two of my friends because I only had a certain amount of time to see everybody. But now it's like I realistically can see anybody whenever I want. But I think I've just been feeling physically burnt out from stimulation from others, which again like I don't mean in a bad thing in a bad way at all I think I'm just like insanely introverted that I really need my own space and um yeah it's been hard so I'm hoping that when Dylan and I go away for a week I'm gonna really disconnect actually not work that entire week not responding to any like messages which I think is so important I'm someone who will say like oh yeah I'm off this week but if you need anything send me a message and although I do really want to be there for my clients I think the only way for me to be there for For them is to actually take that time off. So I'm excited to definitely do that. Okay, and then before we get into the Candida episode, I wanted to just quickly share a book that I have been loving lately. It's called Smarter, Faster, Better by Charles Doug. I think that's how you say it. This book has been really good for anyone who works for themselves or is trying to, like, not even, I don't even think it's like a business ebook it's just a really good book on productivity and I feel like that's something that I have been struggling with I feel like I get a lot done in a day but I know that I could be a lot more efficient and so I wasn't even planning on picking this book up but I picked it up and I'm really happy I did I am just about halfway through and it's been pretty good I think the one thing I've really learned from it thus far is honestly just a lot on motivation and the fact that like We are the only ones who can really push motivation on ourselves and you know how a lot of people are like, I'm just like not a naturally motivated person. I don't think a lot of us realize that self-motivation comes from within and so it's just been really interesting reading it from different perspectives and yeah been really good so I'll keep you posted on that but I also just picked up a book today for my trip. I wanted to read a fiction book which is not something I often do and I really do want to get into fiction books. I honestly feel like every time I pick up a book it's about nutrition business or self-help and I want to just like kind of disconnect so I picked up November 9th by Colleen Hoover so I will keep you posted on that one I'm excited to see what that one's going to be like okay so finally in the candida section of the podcast I feel like that was a pretty long intro but okay candida what is candida this is something that obviously i get asked about all the time and it still blows my mind how many how so many of us don't know what candida is yet and i mean it makes sense it's not regulated in the sense that our doctors talk about it because they don't think they have enough training around it but i do really like truthfully with like All of my training and all of my education, I seriously think that we could clear so many waiting rooms if we were able to talk more about this because I have noticed just in my practice, in my personal health, in my family's health, candida is such a common issue and we don't talk about it enough for people to kind of consider that it might be something they're struggling with. And so I really want to be able to just bring it into more like mainstream media i think it's really really important for us to be able to talk way more about this so candida is an overgrowth of yeast in the body typically women struggle with candida a lot more just because estrogen does feed off of candida and so it's very common for women to have high candida levels I just want to say candida, because I know this comes up all the time, candida is normal. It's actually healthy for our bodies to have candida and yeast in the body because it kind of acts as this like barrier of inflammation for our organs. So let's say there is a virus coming in and it's trying to attack the liver, the yeast and candida can actually help to kind of, yeah, like create this barrier around to the organ so that the virus can't get to our organs and so that is when candida and yeast is super important in the body however almost all of us have a an overgrowth of it and that's when things really really start to pick up so some of the most common symptoms are bloating especially if you get severe bloating after eating this is super super common constipation huge one diarrhea if you especially if you're going back and forth with constipation and diarrhea again IBS IBS is totally treatable you just have to make sure that you're getting to the root cause and so I always hear people say that oh they've been I've been diagnosed with IBS I guess there's nothing I can do about it you can do so much when it comes to IBS If you're struggling with IBS and you have tried everything, just know that you do really need to look for the root cause. The root cause is not IBS. It could be parasitic. It could be candida. It could be a thyroid issue, any kind of hormonal imbalance. It could be leaky gut. And I think it's really, really important to know that this can a thousand percent be treatable and allow you to live your life without these severe um, symptoms of IBS. Another really really common one which is what I struggled with was eczema slash dermatitis, acne as well. Very common. I think something we don't talk about often and this is something I do a lot in my practice is fungal acne. It's super super common and again I think we're so much more used to hormonal acne but fungal acne is just as common and typically the way that this looks in comparison to hormonal acne is it's not necessarily like like cystic acne but instead you'll have like red bumps it can be like a different pigment and it's typically around the mouth or kind of like the jaw area as well as your forehead so keep that in mind that fungal acne is also very common you want to make sure that when you are treating acne you are looking at it from the standpoint of if it is hormonal or if it is fungal, because the treatment for both of those acne's are going to be completely different. Another big one is tinea. Tinea is something I also talk about a lot in my practice. A lot of my clients struggle with tinea. I've had tinea before too, and it is a hundred percent a yeast and fungal issue. Another really, really common symptom with candida is brain fog and fatigue these are really common when it comes to any kind of fungal or yeast overgrowth because we're essentially getting to that brain barrier so really important to make sure that we are removing candida from the body especially if you're feeling brain fog because it can be very difficult last symptom that I wanted to chat about is sugar cravings. I think so many of us think that sugar cravings are normal. And yes, for sure. Like we're humans, we're going to crave sugar. It's just a natural thing, but we shouldn't be craving sugar 24 seven. That's when I feel like it becomes an issue. And so it's really important to make sure that you're paying attention to that. If you are someone who who craves sugar 24 seven, make sure that you are Taking a look at your blood sugar levels and ensuring that those are balanced. Something that you can try if you feel like you crave sugar so often is make sure that every single meal you're going into, you have a fat source, a protein source, and a fiber source. So just really quickly, fat sources, that can be nuts and seeds, avocado, olive oil, coconut oil, hemp hearts. Those are really great. Protein, I would recommend some kind of like, let's say you're doing animal-based proteins. I love chicken, salmon, uh, turkey or beef, eggs, lentils, chickpeas, tofu. If you're having tofu, just make sure that it is organic, non-GMO. Otherwise, I would not Be buying tofu, but those are really great sources of protein. And then obviously, a protein powder. If you're not getting enough protein in your diet, I do honestly think it's really important to make sure you're getting at least like a protein shake in or even having protein in your smoothie. And then, fiber, your vegetables, your fruits and vegetables. I think that we often associate fiber with things like carbs, or sorry, fruits and vegetables are carbs. I think I'll actually talk about that in a second, but. I think when we think about fiber, I've noticed this in my practice that a lot of my clients will be like, oh, yeah, I have quinoa or I have rice or I have bread um, and pasta um, every day or once a week. So I'm good on fiber. But the thing is, that's not actually our fiber, our only fiber source. Fruits and vegetables are an incredible source of fiber. So it's really, really important to make sure we're getting those in as well. And quickly as well, I know so many people often say that carbs are bad, but just keep in mind that fruits and vegetables are a significant source of carbs. And so if anyone, if like you hear people saying, like, make sure you're getting your carbs in or I'm doing keto, so my carbs are low, that also means fruits and vegetables. It doesn't just mean pastries and cookies and cakes and rice and that kind of stuff so um I kind of went on a tangent there but essentially if you're having intense sugar cravings make sure you're balancing your blood sugar levels if you still feel like it's super super severe then it might be a really good idea to look into candida and see if you have any more of these symptoms another big one that i just thought of actually that i haven't mentioned is pms if you have really bad pms and you notice that you also have the fatigue the brain fog the fungal acne again looking into candida would be a really good idea If you guys have been following me on Instagram, you'll know that I personally have dealt with a lot of the fungal acne, so I had perioral dermatitis, and to be honest, I still get flare-ups. I especially got a flare-up when I got the vaccine, and that was a flare-up that took me Quite some time to get through. I actually have a video that I'm going to be posting hopefully soon-ish on what my skin looked like when I got the vaccine versus what it looked like after months of really doing a lot of work and so that's been quite a transformation. I actually looked at those photos I think it was a week ago and I was mind blown. I remember looking at my skin after getting the shot and being like, okay, this is never going to get better. And honestly, skin issues are very frustrating because I feel like for myself, it's very difficult to just like navigate. Like I feel like oftentimes when you get these skin flare-ups you don't know where they're coming from and it can be really hard to get rid of them especially with fungal acne what's really difficult is that if you've had it before it's 10 times easier for your body to get it again because you've kind of created this barrier and so it is really important for those who do struggle with uh, tinea or any kind of fungal acne on your skin or on your face to know that it is really important to keep your diet low in sugar um and dairy and just ensuring that you're really supporting your gut so that this kind of stuff doesn't happen as often when it comes to the causes of candida it's really it's a good idea to keep note of these because i guarantee when i kind of list these off you're going to be like okay i've done all of these or i've had all of these symptoms happen and or just even these like events it's super common i and i just want you to know that like Candida is so incredibly common that I truly do think that a lot more than like 80% of us could really benefit from doing a cleanse. I have yet to see a client who has not benefited from doing the cleanse and has seen results, so it is just super common it's important to know that just because something's common does not mean that it is normal and i do believe that a lot of us are starting to see this with just you know everything that's going on in the world but okay causes so there are so many causes of candida it is pretty drastic and again like i said just be mindful i know you've probably done a lot of these things i have done a lot of these but it is important to just you know keep note of this so one low levels of digestive secretions and um, HCL is super, super high up there. If you have low stomach acid, the chances of you having a candida overgrowth are just exponential compared to someone who has normal levels of stomach acid. If you have not already, check out my recent reel on my Instagram and on my TikTok. If you aren't following me on TikTok, it's nourished with jazz with three s's at the end and then if it's on instagram it's just nourished with jazz but make sure you look into the stomach acid test that i have on it on there as a reel it's a really great way to test your stomach acid to see where your levels are at another really common one is gut bacteria imbalance so if you let's say you are taking probiotics because you've heard that they're good for you or you know that they're good for your gut health and you feel like it's important to take them you've previously been sick but you don't really know Exactly why or what strains you're taking, you could actually be creating this imbalance in your gut bacteria. So, one, if you have a gut bacteria imbalance, a lot of that could be from just having a highly processed diet, taking antibiotics, but it can also be from incorrect use of probiotics. So, just because probiotics are great for you, I do not recommend taking them unless you know exactly why and which ones you're taking so again like one of the most common questions i get is about obviously gut health and probiotics and i always say i'll recommend a probiotic but i always do say if you don't need to take it i would first research why you're doing it and then make that decision because we do not want to have let's say an insane amount of lactobacteria versus bifidobacteria and then create that imbalance it's important to have the correct amount and for the most part for everyone who has a you know, like a more balanced diet. You don't need to be taking probiotics because you're already enriching your body and nourishing it with the foods that it needs. Another one would be food poisoning. If you have had food poisoning before, I really recommend looking into a parasite and or candida cleanse. For myself, I I really think I need to re- like do a podcast on my parasite and candida story but I had food poisoning and that turned into a really bad parasite infection as well as candida overgrowth and so really important to you know see the correlation between those two check to see if you have a lot of symptoms when it comes to candida if you do it could be totally worth it impaired immunity obviously is huge if you are not taking care of your immune system candida and parasites and any kind of virus has a much better chance of thriving in the body so make sure that immunity is Really strong. I think that is huge, as well as if you have chronic inflammation, if you have a diet that is high in sugar and dairy, this is going to be so easy for Candida to thrive. So, one thing I would really recommend if you do have a diet high in artificial sugars, yes, but also refined sugars, do your best to switch those over to more natural sugars like maple syrup, honey, coconut sugar. Although it's still sugar, it is better than the refined stuff. But I do really think that we could all benefit from having less sugar in our diet. And my best piece of advice when it comes to this kind of stuff, because I do often say this to my clients, if you feel like you're confused when it comes to grocery shopping because you're used to having these sugary foods, try to do 80% of your groceries in the produce section and you will be amazed at how much you actually get from the grocery store, from the produce section, and how much you can actually feel so fulfilled and satiated from those meals so we definitely recommend that and then lastly a huge reason as to why many of us get candida overgrowth is because of prescription drugs and birth control one the birth control pill very common to have candida overgrowth basically I don't want to like make this a blanket statement I think that's what people say but if you are on the birth control pill or have ever been on it it's pretty likely that you have a candida overgrowth like and when i say that i mean like it's pretty positive like you for sure should look into it this is because it makes your body acidic it robs your body of nutrients but also as i was mentioning before high estrogen levels imbalanced estrogen levels increase yeast production. So really important to look into that. And then of course, any kind of prescription drugs, any kind of antibiotics, and especially if you have ever taken antibiotics for candida, for tinea, for a yeast infection, for a UTI, you are that much more likely to experience candida overgrowth because your body sees this antibiotic as an acidic environment. It increases Um, candida production but it also creates a space in your body where your good gut flora can't thrive so it's super common for this kind of stuff to happen and then also just realize I forgot to mention this stress if you are stressed and you have these symptoms and some of these causes do a candida cleanse. Your body is going to thank you. Stress is one of the most common causes to any kind of illness, sickness, or health concern. So highly recommend doing everything you can to keep that at bay. I also wanted to talk about a few myths because I will say candida is incredibly hard to just like to find real information on it. I feel like every time one of my clients Googles it or I get a DM about um, someone searching for Candida support and they tell me that they Googled something, the information is almost 10 out of 10 incorrect. And I will say... Candida cleansing is very specific and so many practitioners do it very differently and so it does not mean that one practitioner is doing it right, the other practitioner is doing it wrong. There are so many different ways to go through a candida cleanse but I will say I do not recommend googling anything about candida. If we can get take one thing out of this podcast it is to not google candida because you're not going to find information that is as credible, especially because most of it is run by the government, which is pushing prescription and antibiotics like fluconazole. So it's not really the route we want to take. So I just don't recommend Googling. If you have questions, please, please, please DM me. I would much rather help you find alternatives and find the right route for you as opposed to you trying so many different things and finding out that your overgrowth is still there. The first myth I want to talk about is that candida is a normal. I posted, I've been posting quite a bit on TikTok and Instagram and creating reels about candida and just cleansing in general. And oh my gosh, the amount of people on TikTok who, okay, first off, people on TikTok are so straight to the point, no filter, and it's so intimidating. Like, I feel like on Instagram, I've probably gotten out of the past five to six years, I've maybe gotten three bad comments on tiktok i think i've surpassed 40 to 60 bad comments and so it's been humbling and it's been rough out there but i posted one of the tiktok video one of the um, candida videos on like how to candida test and so many people commented on that video saying that candida is normal like why would you be trying to get rid of it and all this stuff and like okay candida is normal when it is at low levels when it's at an overgrowth it's common but it's not normal and I think that's the biggest misconception most people think that if something is common it means it's normal that's not right especially when it comes to candida because most of us have it at an overgrowth and that is why we're experiencing things like skin issues fatigue brain fog sugar cravings and I seriously think that if we paid more attention to this, we would be able to, like I said, clear the emergency room for people who really need the support. And I really do wish that this was stressed more. So I just want you to trust me when I say that a candida overgrowth is not normal. And it is something that we need to make sure that we are working towards because you shouldn't feel brain fogged. Like that should not be a thing. We. A lot of us don't realize how good we can feel because we're so used to feeling just not great in our bodies and I want you to get to that point where you feel absolutely amazing. The second myth is that you can get rid of candida overgrowth using only prescriptions. Like I mentioned before this is false. You cannot get rid of candida if you don't change your diet. And that is a huge part of the cleanse. I say this to my clients all the time. We can add supplements. We can add heavier supplements. We can add herbs that are going to further get rid of candida in the body. But if your diet isn't correlating to the cleanse, candida is going to continue to thrive. And it's really important that we keep note of this because Candida thrives off of sugar and dairy and a lot of highly inflammatory foods. And let's say we bring in this prescription, this antibiotic, that is creating an inflammatory response to the body already. So we need to do what we can to really support both ends. I'm not against doing like prescription drugs or antibiotics when it comes to Candida. If I could tell you like candidly what I would prefer a thousand and just a thousand percent would rather you go the holistic route because I know you would see 10 times better results my worry with these prescriptions is that you do one round things feel good and then it comes back again and comes back worse you do another round it gets okay comes back and it's 10 times worse you do another round and your body's resistant to it this is where it gets really tricky and so i do always recommend candida cleansing and keeping the diet on par is absolutely crucial the last myth I want to go through is that you can't have any sugar on the cleanse. I hear so many people and I hear a lot of practitioners say this as well. And I do want to stress that the diet is incredibly important. It is important to make sure that you are keeping up on it and you are reducing the sugar as much as you possibly can. However, if you need some kind of sugar in the diet, I do think it's important to listen to your body and have a little bit of raw honey. Raw honey is actually really amazing on the cleanse i wouldn't necessarily recommend it every single day but if you need a little bit of sweetness let's say in your matcha i do really think that raw honey is great because it does actually have antimicrobial properties so it can help with reducing that overgrowth and just kind of supporting the system as you go through the cleanse but you can't so you you want to keep sugar low But you are able to have certain things like sweet potatoes, you're able to have beets, you can have potatoes, obviously keeping these to somewhat of a minimum just because again we want to make sure that we are focusing on reducing this overgrowth but it's not like you're cutting all sugar sources out, you're still having fruit and if you really really need some kind of sugar... You can do the raw honey even for myself and I recommend my clients um, do this as well. If I'm really craving some kind of chocolate, I'll have like 90% chocolate. I really do love 100% chocolate from Giddy Yo-Yo, but if I'm feeling like I need a little bit more, I'll do like the 90% or sorry, the 89, is it 82? 82 giddy yo-yos, vanilla salt, and that's okay. It's not gonna take away from your progress as long as you're not overdoing it because one thing that is crucial to remember is that your stress also feeds candida. And so let's say you are doing this cleanse, you're miserable because you can't have any sugar, your diet is just so boring because you can't have sweet potatoes and all this stuff, and like quote-unquote because like you're assuming you can't your stress is going to then increase the candida overgrowth so it's really important to keep your stress as low as possible if you're craving some kind of sugar have a little bit of the sugar be mindful of it but know that stressing about not being able to have it is actually going to be so much worse on the body So, I hope that was helpful. I hope you're able to learn a bit about Candida. I did want to mention I am so freaking excited for this. I feel like I've been working on this for way too long. I'm actually launching a Candida program, and it is a program where you can fully cleanse by yourself. It's self-paced, you can purchase it and do it next month, in two weeks, in two years, you can do it right away. Whatever feels best for you, I literally give you every single thing you need to know about the cleanse, the supplements, the foods. There are so many meal plans in the program, so you never have to ask yourself what you should eat for dinner. You literally have every single thing In this program. I also talk about the best foods to have, the best herbs to have, everything to do previous to cleansing. So just supporting the lymphatic system, making sure that you're going through healthy, having healthy bowels. I actually have a really extensive video in there on constipation, which I think a lot of us need to go through and, um, by the way if you're not going to the bathroom at least two times a day it's actually considered constipation so if that's you this video would be absolutely amazing for you and I cannot wait I think that this is going to be an incredible place for you to finally clear your candida and the best part my favorite part about this program is that you actually get my support so if you have any questions you're able to ask us through the community and it's literally me behind my name and so it's not someone from my team messaging you it's literally coming from myself because that's something I really value in my business even with dms like I don't have someone behind my dms it's me responding back to all the messages because I think that if you're purchasing something from me I want to make sure that I am the only one responding back to you especially when you are trusting me with your health and so yeah that is my favorite part about the program I'm super super stoked to have you in this program it's going to be launching super soon if you have any questions about this please send me a message i will have all the information down below if you're interested and i seriously cannot wait i think this is going to be absolutely life-changing for you it is going to be full-time access so you get to listen to everything as many times as you would need to and yeah we're gonna do this together you have me as your nutritionist and i truly cannot wait to just help you through this journey i know candida cleansing is terrifying when you first start and i know for myself this is absolutely every single thing i would need when i first started cleansing and couldn't find any real information on this it's not google search information it is real information from a candida expert and someone who has literally been through it multiple times so i can actually understand your struggle with you so yeah so so stoked but thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope you have an amazing day I can feel my voice is already like just uh wearing off from like just getting off just getting over COVID so I'm gonna go but I hope you have an amazing day thanks so much for listening and I can't wait to see you in the next one